one step beyond. Hello, I am Harry. And I'm Tim. And this is Tracks. You alright, mate? Hello there, Tim. How's it going? Very good, thanks. How are you? I'm very, very, very well, thank you. How's your week been? It's been pretty good, thank you. How's that? yours? Uh, yeah, not too bad. How's your ass? <laughs> <laughs> we'll start at the important stuff. Okay, uh, let's go straight there then. Uh, it was Pride this weekend, as we <laughs> mentioned last I week. I did not <laughs> oh, mean no. it like that. Neither did <laughs> I. <laughs> Why did you say that? <laughs> God, let me finish. Um, I sadly didn't make it that long um, because I had a bad stomach upset. So I had to go um, <laughs> after hanging out with a few mates and a bit of a drink um, and then had to leave before everything really kind of kicked off because I was poorly. You were running to the loo a few too many times to be it's in a social situation. Times. Yeah. Was it like... Not comfortable. <laughs> did it feel a little bit weird to be like, I'm going to go to the toilet again? Mm. Yeah. Like the third time this hour? I only went once and then I yeah. realised oh, I'm not feeling good. So then I was just like, okay. Yeah. Nice stuff. Yeah. Not, I was, <laughs> so no news for me there. <laughs> Although what I saw of it, lovely time. Everybody's very happy. Absolutely great. How was your Pride weekend? My Pride, well, it wasn't, I didn't really make a weekend of it. No, do you know such. what happens on the Sunday? Was the Sunday... Sunday, I believe, was pretty lit. Yeah. Like, it kind of, it, they've sort of turned it into a festival thing, haven't they? Rather than, yeah, like, a Pride day. It's, like... Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm. Um, but Friday was very, very chilled. Like, had a fish and chips on the beach as the sun set, which was nice. Multicoloured fish and chips. Uh, no, just one colour. Uh, and then got up Saturday morning, had a couple of drinky poos with my housey mates, um, went out and watched the parade. The parade was good. Although, like, a lot of... There's too much sponsored stuff in Pride now. Like, everything's mm. got... Uh, like a brand on it it annoyed me a little bit I don't mean to sound like an old grouch but no you're right though it's kind of like the whole of Pride was sponsored by Boohoo Men and it's like kind of taking advantage of a yeah. situation yeah I know it it's d- like um, I, I see I saw somebody had a problem with um, this brand that had like they were just selling lots of multicoloured things and like they're they, they put up like this advert and it had nothing to do with Pride but they did loads of it Multicolored and yeah. it was like there's a lot directed of that. towards and that. Like, and it was like I, I feel like it's it's yeah. not using that kind of thing in the right way. It's kind of yeah using it for the wrong things. I know, and like a lot of them, I noticed a lot of them just said proud on it. Like mm. there was no kind of reference to like LGBT rights or any of those kind of things. They just have these floats that said proud, mm. and it's like yeah, like Sainsbury's proud. So what are you proud of, Sainsbury's? Yeah. You're just proud of your nice apples, or <laughs> like. What are, what are you playing a part in this? But not wanting to sound like too much. The atmosphere was amazing. It was roasting, absolutely yeah. roasting. I was that sweating my little head yeah. off. Um, yeah, then went back to like a little house party for a little bit. Then went out in the sun, uh, kind of chilled out in the middle of Brighton. And then had a bit of a night out with a big group of people. Um, nearly lost my phone. That was a terrifying moment that um, did not come as a welcome welcome part of my evening but apart from that no sounds like a horrible couple of hours you had oh it was stressful it was very stressful but shout out to the bouncer at sticky mics who returned it to me in one piece 
um, I really would have been lost without it um, and was temporarily uh, but yeah apart from that it was all good and the rest of the week I think has been pretty good too mm. um, um, so yeah that was the pride weekend it was um, by my own standards a fairly relaxed one and funnily enough it felt like my parents were kind of living it up more than I was I uh, received a photo of my dad in like a sailor costume, which was an interesting moment. Would you like to see it? Actually? A recent photo, or on on Saturday night at Pride. Oh, okay. Do you want to see? I thought it meant that there was an old photo of him when he was twenty five. No, 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 no. This was this was fresh, hot and fresh out of the kitchen. This photo. Uh, apologies. Let me. I'm just trying to fill while I find Tim's it. Tim's dad rolling that body. <laughs> Don't want to imagine that. Um, where are we? God, this is good podcast. I can't even say it. <laughs> this is good podcast. There you go. There's my dad. <laughs> Excellent. That is. That is. Yeah. Yeah. That is your dad. Smith shirt. Smith's and t-shirt. And sailor outfit on the rest of you. And shoulder guards. Yeah. <laughs> what are they? I don't know. But he looks very happy about it. Um, and it. That was one of my highlights of the day. Really receiving yeah. that picture. It really, really did make me laugh. It looks very happy. What a guy. Um, but yeah, they were like out living it up on the street party and stuff. And I didn't, I didn't kind of, I wasn't down on that. So, and my mum was out on Sunday night as well. So she, re- I really got outdone by my parents, which in hindsight, now that I'm saying it out loud on a podcast, I think, come on, Tim, up your game. Yeah, we should probably move on just to save uh, your sanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, because I've just been chilling out the rest of the time as well. I'm really trying to be a chill guy at the moment. You're just a chill man, man. Just kind of a chill guy, man. Just a chill uh, dude. Do you notice a more chill vibe coming off me? Yeah. Especially <laughs> the way you're standing, sitting right now. Yeah. Kind of like, I know, to ask that question, listeners, I kind of leaned back and spread my arms out and was like... That's just you all the time, though. Yeah, always. Yeah. Always. Um, so, yeah, anything else you'd like to add? I went to see a film on Friday <laughs> at Duke of York Cinema in Brighton. Yeah, lovely little place, like a nice independent... Really lovely, yeah. Like old-fashioned-y cinema, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know how many screens they've got. I think it's two or three. Um, or just one. I think it's just one. I swear I somebody, said, somebody said something about an upstairs, though. We were downstairs. There's a, there's a bar upstairs, like a little cafe bar thing. Oh, okay, so just... Oh, yeah, that explains why there's only, like, one film on. Ever. <laughs> Um, yeah. I went to see a film called Hearts Beat Loud. Okay, I've seen the trailer Heart for that. Beats Loud, one of those two. It's like it's like a dad and a father and daughter start a band, don't they? A father and daughter start a band. Uh, father played by Nick Offerman um, from Parks and Recreation and other things. Um, the daughter, I can't remember her name, but she was brilliant. Um, and he had like a record store, and she was kind of at school and. It's kind of just about his love for music and not and like having maybe not um, achieved what he wanted to in life and maybe he he want, wants this connection with his daughter and that and they find that by starting a band and um the thing about we walked out of it um, saying maybe a three point five a solid three point five out of what? that's out of five oh that's quite good that's not a bad score uh, because it does what it wanted to do it was interesting. Uh, story was just fairly simple but nice um, good music great music we had people like there was a mention of Mitski in there oh nice um, hers were in there really yeah because <laughs> there was like whoever they, they the songs that they were making were yeah. actually really good as well yeah which definitely helped a lot that's cool 
and um, and then they were just kind of um, the first thing I see that's music related is this guy's holding a moon shaped pool up like in the record nice. store and I was like oh the reference um, and then they're in the record store as well and playing on the uh, speakers is hers and I was just like look at this hers we, we interviewed them yeah. um, and there were loads of little moments like that there's the I'll show you the soundtrack but uh, it's full of little lovelies uh, okay. cigarettes after sex yeah Go I think ahead. you played them on the podcast once because yeah. um, I couldn't remember what song it was but um, that song was on there okay so yeah nice film does what it says on the tin is it a heart warmer it's a heart warmer it yeah. looks like a little bit There's, of a heart warmer I, I can't remember what moment in it is but there was one where I was like mm, if I lose control of it now I might shed a tear oh really and I'm gonna try. oh it was he's playing a song and and it's to do with her mum and his wife who oh, had dear. passed and uh, they played like, the whole song and it was it was a heart wrencher really yeah wow and it was reasonably funny Interesting. I don't. I'm from the. It sounds basically like what the trailer looks like, and yeah. I and I couldn't really tell if I really liked the look of it or thought this is going to be a bit wet for me. Yeah, it's it's nice. Uh, you, if you miss it, you won't miss out on much. But yeah. if you watch it, you'll be like, oh, I'm glad I watched that. It was nice. Okay. A DVD, what? a DVD or a TV watch. It's wait till it gets on Netflix and yeah. then. Although a, got... a nice cinema with a beer and uh, a date and like not many other people in there very chilled very nice yeah well, so yeah that was that was it was an interesting uh, evening to go to a cinema I felt because it was mm. so nice I don't really know what I feel about cinema in the summer for me that's a wintry activity well Holly wanted to do something chilled so yeah. and she likes films and I like films so we went for the cinema it's maybe just wouldn't have been my like first films. choice <laughs> yeah that is absolutely <laughs> why I yeah. Mean, once a year you will watch a film because Isle of Dogs comes out and you'll watch it three times and then that'll be you for and the year. Twice, thank you very much. There is something coming out soon that I want to watch, but off the top of my head... Well, there's mid-90s. Yeah, I do want to watch that, that as well, really yeah. Um, but that's not what I'm thinking of. There's something else. Oh, it's the... Um, about the the black cop who goes undercover oh, in the KKK. something... It's got KKK in the middle of it, yeah. isn't it? I want to see that. That looks good. That looks Spike Lee joint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I'm really up for good. that. Adam Driver. Yeah, exactly. I think that was a big part of why I wanted to watch it. Mm. I saw him like he's on the phone to the KKK, and Adam Driver like slowly turns around, yeah. and looks at him. It looks cool. Looks very cool. Looks cool. Wicked. Uh, that's our roundup <laughs> sorted then. Uh, that's the end of Wittertainment for this week, <laughs> listeners. Uh, um, that was a weird laugh oh, <laughs> because because I wanted to make that joke as well, but I couldn't remember anything about it. And then the fact that you said it, I was like, hey, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> sounded like canned laughter. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We should try it. An episode where we just put a laughter track in, like friends. Although, do we have like a, a full on laughter track? Yeah. Or do we have like one person laughing in a room laughter track? Uh, oh, well, like we've got a producer who thinks we're really Or funny. like we've got one fan that's yeah, like yeah. sitting in the That'd corner. That'd be good as well. <laughs> I want to do that. Um, I want to no, try and find that. Yeah. Or just like, we should do a fake live episode. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, hello, <laughs> the Albert Hall. <laughs> We can't know you said yeah. it. <laughs> Even if we did a real one, we'd be like, I think that's just really good sound design. Uh, no, I think we, I think we should do that, and we can just uh, turn up our annoyingness a notch because that's generally what happens on live podcasts, in mm. my opinion. Um, yeah, I, mean, I never really like listening to them because every 
It would happen to us as well, like times ten. Yeah, Every presenter just gets that. like a little bit. It's probably because they're really drunk. Yeah, they're just like a bit <laughs> all the time, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> we're already a bit, <laughs> so we can't go even more. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, hey, <laughs> enough noises. Have you got musical highlight of the week? I do have the musical highlight of the week. Um, it had originally changed because Tyler the Creator released his video for "See You Again." Uh, which is very, very cool, very colourful, very nice, very good. I'm a big fan of it. Um, but I'm not going to do that because it's so brand new. It came out about three hours ago and I thought, that's not fair. They're not going to knock knock who I had off the top of the list. So the track that is my highlight of the week, Tim, was uh, complicated by Muramasa and NAO. Or now. Now. NAO, I think it is. I don't know. One of those. NAO. And I think I... It's a highlight because... The last, it feels like the last few weeks I've been you know on Spotify and you go to what's new what's new and to find the stuff we're really into you have to dig a bit because it doesn't come up on there because that's down to what labels are doing what yeah unless you go on, on like the your release radar exactly one. Um, so I'm, I never really go to that anymore but I did the other day I think it was last Friday this, this was released um, and that was the third which was the 3rd of August. <laughs> um, um, and I saw, right, Muramasa. We like Muramasa. Let's give that a go. I like the singer. Let's give that a go. Right time of the year for a bit of Muramasa too. And AO now. Well, yeah, this is my point. Um, so the song is very Muramasa. It's, it just screams it, basically. Yeah. Um, the reason why it's a high-low, though, is because Summer feels like it's slightly drawing to a close. Does it? In a str- it does slightly, yeah. Because it started it's, raining. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I I just feel like I'm still, even though I'm 25 and I haven't been at school for so many years, I'm still kind of in like that, like once, like September and October might be hot, but it's not summer anymore because the school kids are back. <laughs> so I'm still kind of in that August, late July summer zone, you know, the six weeks. Yeah. But with that makes it's sense. still the very much the beginning of no, August. No, I know. I just <laughs> even though like I was at my mate's house the other day, and it was about half seven, nearly eight o'clock, and we couldn't see the sun anymore. It's behind a house. Oh. And just three or four weeks ago, that was up in the air. Up in the air. Yeah, true. And it was like shining on us, and it was hot until like half nine. Yeah, you're not wrong, Harry. It's just a bit sad. But this song is taking me back a bit, and just reminded me that it's still. It's still. I mean, I'm sweaty. Um, so it's still quite warm, and we probably will have the sun for another two months. Probably a heat wave in October. Yeah. Um, so this is just a reminder for people to not be too sad. Summer is still here, very much with us, and alive. Nice. So, and it's also because I haven't got much to say about this. It's a very standard. <laughs> so I'm good. Gonna drag it out <laughs> and about, talk about. The weather, <laughs> which we have known to be doing before, and didn't make sense that sentence. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, the track is quite standard, but in a way of just like it's a lovely track, it's a good track, it's a happy track, but it's just kind of what you'd expect. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's play it. Um, this is complicated by Muramasa and Neo. It's always about you, confess, fading into an ocean, blue wine breaking. Unless we forget all of our regrets, I'm really with you I deeply do exalt you, darling I do I should remain, you compensate, but I can't repay with love 
by Muramasa and Nao or Nao Tim what is your highlight of the week well first highlight it's not an actual highlight because it doesn't really lend itself to a non-visual medium but I'm going to shout it out because you sent it to me earlier in the week and I thought it was absolutely sick some people oh, right, yeah. have started turning a load of football badges into like band badges yeah, and I feel like that's the worst description of something ever. But it just popped into my head. I hadn't actually planned to talk about, it and I thought actually I'm going to mention that. Yeah, because that was really it, but... cool. Mm. Um, can you describe it any better than I have? Um, imagine, I mean, no, not really. But imagine <laughs> a football crest of a team you support. Yeah, but it's been made to somehow resemble a band, and now the the way they've done it is almost randomly like some of them are geographical some of them are because of a singer or 
the artist that supports a band or because of um, some kind of resemblance or whatever in like colour scheme or something like that and some yeah. are just random so what are your favourites? Um, well obviously I've got two favourites because they've done two different ones one with the old York City badge and one with the New York City badge um, so, oh really? yeah so Shed 7 have been given the New York City badge which obviously makes perfect sense York band and the old York badge is Bjork because it sounds yeah. a bit like York. Um, those two are really good. I like the Daft Punk one a lot. Um, yeah. The like Gorillas the, one's weird, isn't it? Yeah, the Gorillas one's weird. I like the the Joy Division Juventus one. Is simple, yeah. but very simple, but works almost unchanged. Um, yeah, but I like that. Yeah, me um, too. What other ones do I like? Uh, the Man City Oasis one is good. Yeah, very good. Um, Sadly, the Arsenal one is shit. ACDC, yeah, it's not that good, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. Um, but go and check them out. The Bolton Wanderers Blur one's good. Mm. Um, but yeah, go and check those out on Twitter. It's called Bands FC. Yeah. Um, and, and they've had like people, um, some of the bands that, I think Tim Burgess and uh, the bass player from New Order, maybe, mm. um, have been seen with like holding the crests and, and like retweeted it. Yeah. And stuff. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's just a cool little, little project, isn't it? It's yeah. like, I like those kind of, they look nice. Yeah, and it's just just a little bit sort of interesting, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So that was cool. Um, but there's also a track that is my real musical highlight of the week. And it's the new one from friend of the show, Skinny Palembe. Um, he's got a four-track EP coming out on September the 21st uh, called Sleep More, Make More Friends. And it's... It's bizarre because that's the title, and then he's put out the first song, and it's called "Not Your Friend, Not Your Enemy." So, frenemy. I don't know if he's making friends or losing friends, but either way, he is putting out music. And this is a really, really cool track. It features um, Jasmine Lacey, who's another uh, English vocalist. But it's all, as we learnt when he was on the podcast. Uh, if you haven't listened to our interview with him from our Great Escape episodes, go and listen to him because it's really interesting how he makes talks about how he makes his tunes and he it's all very much him all the different kind of as- mm. elements that you hear in there all one man he's a very talented boy um and this is it's just a really really interesting atmospheric uh piece of music it 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 well it'd be interesting to hear what the rest of the ep sounds like because in some ways it doesn't feel like a lead single from something um it's got a kind of subtlety to it but it sort of builds a little bit through the track, comes to this nice crescendo at the end, but it's really just kind of minimal, slightly mesmerising. Some other words beginning with M. Um, I can tell from your face that you haven't heard it, so should we have a little listen and then maybe discuss it a bit further? My face says no. Um, <laughs> yes, let's please do that. Okay, well, this is Skinny Palembe and Jasmine Lacey with Not Your Friend, Not Your Enemy. Not your friend, not your enemy. Distance is the only way You say that I'm sensitive I feel you're a mile away Not your friend, not your enemy Distance is the only way Say that I'm sensitive 
So there you have it. That was Not Your Friend, Not Your Enemy from Skinny Palembe and Yasmin Lacey. Harry, thoughts on your first listen to that? That was really nice. It was so, so full of texture. Yeah. Um, kind of layers on layers upon layers. Um, it's one of those things where because there's so much going on, not too much, but so much going on, you're kind of listening out for things and you're just hearing something new every few moments and you're thinking, oh, that sounds a bit like Bonobo, like classic Bonobo stuff. Oh, it was a bit radio-heady. When it kind of uh, went off-key or it went the modulated a little bit and it was like, um, oh, that sounds like this. And yeah, it was like that yeah. a lot. And the vocals weren't like... Um, his were very much backing. Yeah. In a way. It all feels very much just like part of the instrumental, doesn't it? All yeah. The, all the vocal, it reminded really. me of that um, little album that Orlando Weeks and the Maccabees made. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was quite kind of spooky and a, a little bit and natural elements in there and stuff as well. It was really nice. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool track in there. I, I'm I'm a big fan and I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping for kind of similar stuff really from the EP. I think that'd be really, really, really nice. Yeah. Um, He's out on tour at the moment, Skinny Palembe, so do go check him out if uh, if you okay. lovely people at home are around, because he's absolutely brilliant. Is he playing in Brighton? He is, actually. He's, he's only doing, what, eight dates? Eight dates on this tour, and he's doing a bit of a Tim whistle stop on it, because he's going Glasgow, Edinburgh, Leeds, city of my birth, then Sheffield, then Brighton, place where I live. Then York. Then London, place where I used to live, then Cardiff, never been there, <laughs> but then York. Finishing it all off really? in New York. Yeah. So I've got a connection nice. to four out of eight places he's playing. What a Say lovely guy. Huh? Play them again? Oh. Uh, he's going to Glasgow, Edinburgh, Leeds, Sheffield, Brighton, London, Cardiff, York. I've been all of them and I'm from them all. Good Good for you. <laughs> um, yeah, tickets on sale now. He starts at the middle of the month. Goes just into the beginning of September. That brings to a close... The bloody old musical highlights of the bloody week. Sick one. So, listeners, you might have noticed that something has quite significantly changed this week. Is that our new sound effect to go with our new artwork? For the first time in over two years, the first time ever in the history of tracks, we've changed our look. Which has been a long time coming. A bloody long time coming, <laughs> and I will take full responsibility for that, because I've been saying I'll do this for... Um, since Christmas. Since about two months into starting the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, we finally have a new bit of artwork. How do you feel about it? Lovely. Worth the wait, isn't it? Yeah, I feel fresh. I feel ready to go. I'm a little bit concerned that, like... Because when I go through my podcast feed, I don't really look at, like, the words. I'm just looking at the little covers looking for something that I mm. want to listen to. And I'm a little bit worried that people are just going to miss that it's us. Um, but I guess if you're hearing this, you have realised it's us. Yeah. And it hasn't been too much of a problem with you, so that's excellent news. Good boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's got our faces on for the first time. 
within yeah. ourselves front and centre I've wanted that for for a long time I've, yeah. I, I feel like that's cool isn't it cool that's very cool cool to be want. the main attraction yeah um, yeah got my smile right now I have got your smile right now sort of <laughs> <laughs> you still look slightly sinister and evil but that's just you um, but yeah it's a big thing or it feels significant it's kind of start of a bit of a rebrand with it's going to be booting up social media again um, mm. all kind of things are getting going a bit more I think week by week little little changes here and there adding new things in yeah bar, little bar. golden nuggets just more of a reason to keep tuning in because you don't know what's happening next week never know we don't know no you certainly <laughs> won't um, so to celebrate the fact that we've got a new what we're going to base it our album cover isn't it a new mm-hmm. bit of artwork we're going to be talking about album covers and songs that we really like the look of that makes sense? Yes, it does, Tim. Nice. Where would you like to start? I'm going to start with a tiny little band. A tiny little But how tiny are they? It's tiny little band. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of, the world stopped spinning them when I looked at you and said that. So, oh, I'm going to stop now. Um, the band is The Strokes. The Strokes? And they're a small little band. They from are. New York. Which album are you going here? I'm going to go with Is This It. It's a cover, a bit of artwork that I always liked. Yes. And it, I liked it because it came along at a certain point in my life. I was, what what year did this come out? So I was probably 13, 14, something like that. I think this came out in 2001. So I was... Oh, I was even younger. Nine. I was 10. Maybe I got my hands on it. No, that can't be right. It didn't come out in 2001. It is. You sure? Yep. Shit. Well, I must have got it a bit later then. Yeah. Because I remember it was... What I liked about it was that I was I was kind of getting into music and it felt like this cool, slightly alternative uh, kind of band that I was really, really starting to like. And the, I liked the fact that the sleeve looked a little bit naughty. It that's, was, that's what I was going to say. It's it was a bit like I didn't want my mum to see that I had it. That's and I exactly, liked that about it. exactly the reason why I was going for it. And thanks for stealing it. Sorry. Um, is that... Um, having this on my iPod it was the, my first iPod video I remember getting it for Christmas and didn't have many albums to get on it but Is This It was one of them Yeah. and I vividly remember at Christmas having it on the new little speaker dock I had yeah. and the song coming on and going to change it <laughs> and just desperately trying to get off of it and it wouldn't get off because I didn't have many songs so yeah. it would just go to something else and the next one would be that again so it just kept um, haunting me and so for people that don't know what it looks like yeah it's it's pretty it's very minimal isn't it it's pretty much all white you've got like a black and white photo of a lady's derriere with like a latex black glove from the kind side of, yeah yeah kind of slapping it yeah um, and I think got a little bit of pubic hair yeah, little little, little hint of pubic hair. <laughs> um, so it's a bit, it's a bit of a rude one. It's a bit rude, um, but it's not rude enough that it's quite. It airs more on the arty side. Yeah, it's definitely artistic. Um, yeah. very stylish and kind of iconic now. I think um, absolutely it is. Yeah, it. I I like that one too. Always bugged me a little bit, just generally the fact that is this it doesn't have a question mark. I wonder if they thought about that. Don't know. Or whoever was like, you need a question mark. They were like, no, we're going to be different. 
We're changing the English language. <laughs> we're really ripping everything up and starting again. Yeah. And where we're starting mainly is no more question marks. Fair play to him. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the early noise. You could do whatever you wanted back then. You certainly um, could. <laughs> but yeah, I think there's a few albums that had a similar that similar kind of appeal to me. Um, of like being a bit naughty. I don't know if it was the content or the cover itself, but the Eminem's Marshall Mathers EP felt a little bit like that as well. Yeah. I remember thinking like, Mum's not gonna like this. Um, it looked a bit like kind of grimy. You've got Eminem kind of crouched over on a street. It's all sort of sepia toned. He looks like a bit of a wrong one, a bit of a tear away. Oh, yeah. With MBDTF, is that always blurred or is there a non-blurred version? There's a non-blurred version of them, of that. And the interesting thing, because that was one of the song, the albums that I did briefly think about talking about. My, yeah. For people who don't know, that's my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, the Kanye West album. But technically speaking, it doesn't have one specific piece of artwork because no. the whole point of it was that the physical copy there was like a square yeah a square hole and then you could there was like square cards behind it that you could kind of slot in loads of different pieces of artwork so I didn't know that many pieces there's quite a lot so Kanye's um in sorry Twitter image which is like his head with like a sword that's one of the pieces of artwork from there do you reckon his favourite album is that uh I think I know that um, All the Lights he thinks is the best song he's ever made okay. so I, I think it if you still are like harking back to that with his little Twitter picture yeah I think he probably thinks I think he probably knows that that's his masterpiece yeah yeah. Um, but yeah things that are a little bit naughty they do have a little bit of appeal and also mm-hmm. that was just such a massive album wasn't it I yeah. think um, something that probably had has that much influence as it did with us on your kind of musical taste going forward. Yeah, and I think that it wasn't the first kind of like indie or that kind of band that I heard, but I remember I think Arctic Monkeys were one of the first and then instantly finding the Strokes after. Yeah. Because I think you, you're you a fan of them, you look them up, you hear that the Strokes were a big influence because that was Arctic Monkeys' main selling point at the yeah. very beginning. So they were probably up there with one of the first bands yeah kind of I was getting into yeah and those things just always stay imprinted mm-hmm. on your memory no doubt about it wicked would you like to play a little song off it I'm going to play Take It or Leave It the last track of the album here it is Take It or Leave It
there we go. That was Take It or Leave It from The Strokes. Tim, what is your first pick? Uh, well, I, th- I guess I'm going to go off the kind of minimal theme of The Strokes for for my first kind of pick. Uh, but one thing that like, popped into my head while I was thinking about The Strokes album cover was, do you remember the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's uh, cover, It's Blitz? Yes. Which is kind of similar in that it's a pretty minimal photograph. You've got a kind of outstretched, clenched fist squeezing a raw egg. You've yeah. just got like the stuff splatting all over it. I really like that. I thought that was really cool. I'm showing it to you now. Yeah, I remember it. I actually based one of my um, photography projects off that. Did you? Yeah. Interesting. What did you do in said photography project? Very similar things, um, but it was more like, because I like the li- the liquidy aspects of it, Um so I just did drop things in liquid. <laughs> Harry has just been in the middle of explaining that, holding out his arm. <laughs> Seen, I, don't know what I can that only was. assume some kind of insect. No, I think it was a massive like clump of hair stuff, and it had a thing on it, which I thought that's a spider. So I threw everything I had at it, and he's lost his mind. Started attacking his own hand, just slapping himself. Uh, and looking absolutely terrified. I'm terrified. I don't know what to do with myself. Um, I dropped things in glasses of water, different fruits and veg. It was. It was. It, some of them looked pretty good. Nice. I've actually got a big blow up of a strawberry falling into some water. I think it looked absolutely incredible. Actually, <laughs> I'm serious. I, Even I if you did really say well. Yourself, yeah, you could be. make a Elmley cream advert one day. <laughs> oh, I'm in the right industry. <laughs> you really are. Um, but yeah, I'm. As we all know, I work in design, so I kind of have my specific style, and I really like minimal stuff, and I think the album cover I'm going to show you next, it does occur to me that this is maybe not the best podcast content, so do have your little Googles out at home, listeners, because um, you're probably going to have to look up these things. <laughs> Don't get your Googles out. <laughs> get your Googles out. <laughs> um, but there's, there's a band from, I'm going to say, 2006. Good guess, maybe but maybe a bit later. Um, they were called Oh Children. They were kind of short-lived, but mm. I was really, really into them for a while. And they had an album called Apnea, which... Um, Sounds like a disease. I, I, I sleep apnea? Is That's the right? thing, isn't no, it? I've got apnea. I think, that, I think there is something. I don't know. I think that is anyway. something vaguely <laughs> medical. Anyway, this album cover has always stuck in my head, more than the band in some ways, um, as just kind of kind of the for me just exactly what I would want if I put out a record I think it's bloody cool um, tell us so basically what you've got is it's an eye a, but like a the rainbow iris? eye is that the iris uh, yes yeah, so you've got the pupil in the middle a big pupil. black circle and then all around it you've got yeah I'm going to say the iris the yeah. colory bit but it's got all different colours of the rainbow looks yeah. a bit psychedelic yeah um, looks a bit spacey actually yeah it does could also be that, like the cosmos, and that's like a black hole. Could also be that. I've never thought that. I always it thought it does look like an eye. Maybe yeah. it's a bit both or something. Yeah, but either way, I just I love the minimalness of it. Uh, I love the colours. Minimalism. I love, mi- yeah, that is the word I meant. <laughs> it's been a long day, people. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, for me, that that's just what I would make. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's maybe not as clean for you like I feel like you would want cleaner lines something that isn't as arty looking no I think I'd want that that's quite oil painting-y yeah I like that 
Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I do. Interesting. I do. Um, and I think it. what I like about it is that uh, in a very, very abstract way, it's actually quite representative of the music they made. Mm. Um, it kind of... It did have a, a clarity to it and... Um, yeah, like a, a just a lack of fuss and a lack of um, kind of too much excess. Uh, the lead singer he was a really, really big guy, um, and yeah. as a result, had a very, very deep voice, uh, and he used it beautifully. Um, they always had really nice uh, kind of stripped back bass lines, and um, yeah, just like a, a kind of indie music that has kind of gone now a little bit I think Died a death. Um, I'm sure it'll have its moment again but I felt like they should really have got a lot more coverage than they ever did at the time um, so I would really like to actually give them a little play right now. Do that for us please Tim I will and the song I'm going to play is called Oceanside. Lovely stuff um, it was just an album track I don't think it was a single at the time but it's really cool. So here it is this is O Children with Oceanside Bad, bad. 
that was Oh Children. Uh, that was lovely to hear again. I haven't mm. properly listened to them for a long time, and I'm going to listen to the whole album on my way home tonight. On repeat. That is my plan, on repeat. So where are you going to take us now, Harry? I don't know what that was. I don't know. Um, it's me being urban. Now, you talk about minimalism, and I'm also a fan of that, that my eye is caught when something minimal is shown to me. <laughs> is it now? Um, and I, I'm going to shout out an album with a cover that I adore, and it's the peak of minimalism, I think. But I'm not going to pick that one, I'm going to pick one after that. Okay, do that. I'm going to shout out the XX with their debut album. Self-titled. Yes. Yeah. Because it is just... It's probably at the time it was like, it's obvious. Like, or whatever. But over the years, whether you like them or not, it's kind of an album or a vinyl that you have to have. Yeah. Just in terms of its sleek look. I don't know how obvious it was, because often, like, it's... Also, it's just an X, and they're called the XX. Yeah, but oh, there, like. there's, there's a boldness about doing something so simple. Yes. Um, you're not meant to just put one big white X on a black background and that'd be enough for your album cover. Um, but it's all they've ever done on their yeah. album covers. And I, that's one thing I absolutely love about them. I I know for a fact that if I was in a band, all my my album covers would have to look perfect side by side I could not there's people who kind of vary so wildly between records and I know it's kind of representing the music but that would just drive me mental maybe you Absolutely. can do the artwork for my new EP then I will do because yeah, be Harry's fun. making music again listeners <laughs> I'm going to put it out in the world so you have to do it um, yeah, cheers yeah I'm really excited um, one day um, yeah and I also think it's which is what I'm going to get on with my my actual pick, but it's very representative of the band. It's very representative of what you're going to get when you put that record on. Yeah, it's, loads it of screams the XX. Yeah, like it's it just makes sense. They really, ev- everything about them is such a tight, neat package, isn't it? Like yeah. you can almost imagine what they're all going to look like from looking. Their latest. Uh, they look probably... like three walking, talking X's, don't they? Exactly. Yeah. The XXX. Yeah. Um, that's a completely different thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say, so I'm just going to move on. My official pick, I'll be playing a song from, <laughs> is To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. And I'm not going to go too much. I'm not going to delve into what this means and all of that stuff because a lot of people will do it better and you can go and find out anything you like about it and you probably already know anyway. But I was going for this because this is the kind of album that you want on your wall. This yeah. is the kind of one that you need. Just like I said about the XX, I think this one is kind of... It'll be historic. Yeah. It's a word we're probably going to overuse in this episode, but it iconic. is iconic, isn't yeah. it? Um, one of the things... that remember hearing the I can't remember who he is but the designer talking about it once and that, yeah. it looks like something that's been like worked on for ages and like really specifically put together like the Sergeant Peppers thing but apparently it was just thrown together in an evening thrown together in an evening I know like just got sent a load of pictures pieced them together they're like yeah that's great done yeah straight out of the door which I think has always been Kendrick's thing a little bit obviously mm. he's had like just Polaroid they're, pictures damn looks really they are kind of minimal in their own way yeah just like damn I mean, that was... You know, just picture him looking a bit down. It's a bit strange picture, isn't it? I yeah. mean, I like it. A I bit like kind of the, possessed, almost. Yeah, I like the kind of unexpectedness of it. But, yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's a bit of a weird choice, isn't it? Mm. Um, 
to Pimp a Butterfly is something that you can kind of delve into and you can start picking yeah. it apart before you've even started listening to the music yet. Yeah. And it's also, like I said earlier, very representative of what you're going to hear yeah. from the record. It's almost yeah. a statement of intent, isn't it? Yes. Um, yeah. You know, being outside the White House, it's kind of like, you know, we're taking over American yeah. culture. This is my, like, music to kind of prove my point and yeah. here's the image to back that up. Yeah. Yeah, the symbol of symbolism of it's really, really strong, yeah. and like you say, totally lives through uh, everything you get in what is one of the most amazing albums ever. Yeah, absolutely. No um, I'm gonna play the uh, opening track to the album Wesley's Theory because I listened to this the other day, and it really took me back to that gig we went to, Tim, and uh, just amazing that we've seen him perform live and this track kind of kick the whole thing off and it's it really does bring you back so let's do that again together uh, while we listen to wesley's theory from to pimp a butterfly perfect hit me when the four corners of this cocoon collide you'll slip through the cracks hoping that you'll survive gather your weight take a deep look inside are you really who they idolize to pimp a butterfly Where are those 
skaters Cliche and say fuck your haters I can see the bottom in you I can see the dollar in you Little white lies but it's no white collar in you But it's whatever though because I'm still following you Because you make me live forever baby Count it all together baby Then hit the register and make me feel better baby Your horoscope is a Gemini two sides So you better cop everything two times Two boots, two chains, two C-notes Too much and enough both we know Christmas tell them what's on your wish list Get it all you deserve it Kendrick And when you hit the White House do you But remember you ain't passed economics in school And everything you buy Texas will deny How Wesley sniped your ass before 35 yeah. Looking down is quite a drop Looking good when you're on top Leaving metaphors metaphysically in a state of euphoria Look both ways before you cross my mind We should never gave, we should never gave So that was Wesley's Theory by Kendrick Lamar. Tim, what are you going for? Well, uh, I wasn't necessarily going to go for this, but because you've picked a hip-hop record, I'm going to kind of go off the back of that because I'm not really, generally, a fan of album covers by hip-hop artists. I I think it's one... uh, They can often be some of the most generic, dull-looking things out there. Do you agree? You're frowning like you don't. I think... Careful not to generalise. Are we talking things like R&B? Just things that, that encapsulate that world? or No, I'm talking specifically like, like rap. Hip rap, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, the only one I can think of that I really love is N.W.A. That's like iconic-wise. But there yeah. are still plenty out there, like... Um, Although, like Dre, uh, it, uh, Dre's uh, the chronic, chronic, horrible album. Yeah. Like, it might be iconic, but it's still. Horrible. I mean, that was just weird. That one. Yeah. Um, but the, I mean, there are some like uh, I really like Della Soul, Three Feet High and Rising. That's cool. The, new, the newest one. No, yeah. the oldest one. Oh, like, the, the newest one I really like. Yeah, as well. Della Soul generally do kind of cool stuff. Yeah. There's a few bits out there, but generally it's just kind of. I don't know. You get a lot of just sort of generic photos. Um, Maybe know, even, it's more of an afterthought. Yeah, even like suppose I was when I was like doing a bit of prep for this, I was looking through kind of lists of great album covers, and Nas's Illmatic comes up a lot. Mm. But I don't it's, think that's very good. No, I was literally just about to say that as well. It's, I mean, it's kind of you know the the sort of young him with New York sort of through. It's old-fashioned, isn't it? Yeah, it's dated quite a lot, but also yeah. just... I it's not very inventive, it's not very... It, do, it doesn't tell me anything about the record, and it doesn't jump off the shelf, and I think... Um, I found that a lot of old jazz music has some really good covers. Yeah, like Miles Davis used to have some really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go for a very new record, which is kind of from that world, but I, it was an artist I didn't really know much about until I saw the... Uh, the artwork and I just thought that is so brilliantly weird and makes no sense to me that um, I kind of have to listen to it Uh, I'm going with Vince Staples his record Big Fish Theory which is literally just a slightly out of focus very zoomed in Big Fish Goldfish not even a big fish a goldfish (laughs) Um, and it just seemed 
such a weird choice that I I loved it. I mm. you know I can't I can't remember seeing any any record with with that on that kind of thing on. Yeah. Um, and obviously I was uh, very very much pleasantly surprised when I went and listened to it. But um, I think it was just that yeah that element of surprise and the element of doing something totally different that uh, really resonated with me on that one. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to play something off that and. Uh, shall I? I'll just go with Big Fish, you know? Yeah. I'm going to go with Big Fish by Vince Staples. Big Fish, Little Fish, Cardboard, Cardboard board Fish. Wow. Oh. <laughs> uh, here it is. You can get anything you want. You know what I'm saying? You want that over there? You want that over there? Got you. I was up late night balling. Counting up hundreds by the thousand. I was up late night balling. I was up late night balling, so far from my past misfortune. No sleeping, late nights, no eating, gun squeezing. I'm a real artesian, Ramona. I was round that counter, still down. I'm a North North soldier. G slide, right down Sawyer. When we slide, you won't see morning. Another story of a young black man trying to make it up out that gym. Goddamn, back back, let me make my bands. Got plans. If you hating, don't shake my hand. Take it easy, homie. Reminiscing, sitting in that. Bins of the 22 bus stop way back when with the 22 five shot eyes on scan for the click clack clap or the boot bop bam cuz I was up late night balling counting up hundreds by the thousand I was up late night balling counting up hundreds by the thousand I was up late night balling counting up hundreds by the thousand I was up late night balling counting up hundreds by the thousand Crazy not too long ago. Women problems every morning like the more show. Swimming upstream while I'm trying to keep my bread from the sharks. Maybe want to put the hammer to my head at the park. Politicking with the kids, trying to get them on a straight path. Got the lanes mad, know they hate to see me make cash. Got the space dash in the forum with the GPS address to your mama house. Conversation, conversations, what I'm all about. Took the smart route, never been marked out. Should've been dead, bro. Should've been chalked out, but it didn't happen. Now it's time to get it cracking. Quarterback, I'm like I'm 40 water. Mix the holy water with the Wanna be the boss, then you gotta pay the cost Learning from the dog, I'm from Long Beach That's a city where the skinny carry strong heat I was up late night balling Counting up hundreds by the thousand I was up late night balling Counting up hundreds by the thousand I was up late night balling Counting up hundreds by the thousand I was up late night balling Counting up hundreds by the thousand So that was Vince Staples. Harry, I think we're kind of on to your third and final direction pick, whatever we want to term it as. So where yeah. are we going? Um, so I'm just going to do something a little bit like I did last time. Uh, I've got one pick. I'm going to keep that in the back pocket for now. Just wanted to do another mention. Um, 
David Axelrod's Song of Innocence. Uh, I'm just going to show you this now. I don't know if you're familiar with David Axelrod. I didn't know any of the words, though. (laughs) (laughs) So David Axelrod um, was famously sampled by so many hip-hop acts. Okay. From Dr. Dre, uh, I think next episode was him. Uh, Jurassic 5, Eminem, uh, Black Eyed Peas, Macy Gray, Most Deaf, Quasimoto, uh, Lil Wayne. Nice. It all went a little bit downhill in the middle, but <laughs> brought it back. <laughs> um, all kind of sampled in. It's it's hugely like um, iconic, <laughs> influential, <laughs> and influential. Yeah, this is the this is the. It's like a an old psychedelic kind of record, and it's beautiful, beautiful strings in there and stuff like that as well. Nice. Um, it's really quite amazing. Uh, and I I didn't really know anything about it until last week when a friend had that record and he showed me. a he showed me it and I was like, I'm going to take a picture it's, of that. It's like one of it. those um, kaleidoscope things that you look through as a kid. Um, yes. You know that you spin and like all the shapes go and into like, like a if you symmetrical move that, pattern. A little bit to the left, it will change. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and you've got like, I don't know, like... Kind of an elephant. I don't even want to speculate on who the old bloke with the moustache might be. Because it's probably someone really famous that I should know, but don't. Yeah, so that, so, see if I know. Is it like Beethoven or something? <laughs> Let's move on. Um, <laughs> because I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. I like that. Very cool. Um, and actually, funnily enough, it's got like, it looks a little bit like some kind of Tame Impala. And exactly. And I like think that. a lot of those things would be, would stem from, yeah. you know, back then as well. Back then. Back in the day. Um, now, the band I'm actually going to go for is Metronomy. And although the English Riviera I very much love, we've done minimal. Um I'm going to go for the album Nights Out, which is weird because it's like a painting, but it's it's not. But it it it's weird. Have you you obviously know it? Of course. Um, it was it always used to just freak me out a little bit. It was always quite spooky. Yeah. Because he looked so real, um, but the car on that is obviously quite fake, and it's got little sheep in it. I don't think I've ever noticed that before, and it's weird. Um, but. That was always one that I had. That was in that first kind of iPod thing I was talking about earlier. That the yeah. Metronomy album was one of the first kind of. I, I remember absolutely loving them and thinking that they were the best bass lines ever written, like hitting like Metronomy stuff. I completely forgot, or well, didn't forget, completely missed their their kind of debut album as well. Yeah. Pit Pit Pain, pay the five thousand euro. That I mean, even to this day, I don't know how much I know of it. They were such a kind of underground act for a while. They were. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny to remember now because they've become so big and such a big name but they used to be kind of almost like a um, like a Patrick Wolf or something in that yeah. it was like what the cool people said they were influenced by but mm. no one actually listened to Metronomy yeah like you'd hear hear a lot of um, yeah like very but they're, they're big and they they play a lot and stuff but I don't know any Metronomy fans I don't really know anyone if I play them or something I swear I never have anybody go, oh, I love that, I love that song, or I love them. Mm. So I was like, who's that? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. they had a few breakthrough hits, didn't they? They really did. I loved them. Um, Great band. Great bloody band. Absolutely brilliant. I'm going to play a track from that album. It's actually really difficult because I think there's so many great tunes on this. I was listening to it on the way home today and I was just like, oh, I'm going to play that. Actually, no, I'll play this. Actually, no, maybe I'll play that. 
but I'm going to go for, and I will not be happy when I edit this, and I'll be like, I wish I played something else. <laughs> mm, I'm going to go Radio Ladio, just because, no. I'm going to go Radio Ladio. <laughs> just because I have to pick one, and I remember it being maybe one of the first songs of theirs I ever heard. So, this is Radio Ladio by Metronomy. That was Radio Ladio by Metronomy Tim. T I M G A. Keep going. 
I'm not called Tim Gah. R R <laughs> E T T. Nice one, thank you. Can you do that before introducing me every single time from now on, please? Oh, people won't like that. No, they really. They won't. didn't like it then. I no. can hear people screaming. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as a rule, I don't particularly like album covers with pictures of the artist on the front. Generally speaking, True. I think maybe that's what I was alluding to with the hip hop comment. Yeah. Um, you can, I just generally, I don't think it looks that good. Um, I think it's a little bit unimaginative a lot of the time, and sometimes, yeah, it's just like it's like your classic kind of pop boy bands, girl band kind of covers as well. Yeah, but it does seep through into all other kinds of music, and I, I just again maybe it's just wanting something a bit more creative. It never really does it for me. But one album is a massive exception to this rule for me, and that is Madness. One Mm. step beyond. Um, people who I mean international listeners I don't know how big Madness actually are around the world here absolutely huge legendary act but I don't know if uh, their kind of scar two-tone type thing ever really translated across the pond or anything like that my guess is probably not there's something that feels quite quintessentially British about them yeah they've got a kind of British eccentric thing going on um, very much yeah, they just feel like something that maybe others would look at and think, I don't know what's going on there. You can't imagine some, like, Americans in a bar being all like, One step beyond! Or like, baggy trousers. Yeah. Baggy trousers. <laughs> it, it won't happen, yeah, does it? exactly. So Baggy trousers. <laughs> baggy trousers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, madness, they were... They're a band that has always had kind of fun and humour very much at the heart of them. They're kind of... Um, they're almost like the slapstick musicians, in a way. When we saw them at Glastonbury, yeah. Suggs, the lead singer, he came out um, just with like some tights over his face for no apparent reason, didn't I offer any explanation. Well. Um, yeah, they kind of like slowly ripped across and like pulled all his features around and then... All sorts of weird things happens when, happen when you go to Madness Geek. Their but, families were up there, but they're not just that. Their families and then their families, friends' families, and yeah. like all sorts. Everyone was up there. Yeah. Um, and I've also seen them once where Suggs came out uh, with like a Liam Gallagher wig on and like a coat. Yeah. Like Liam Gallagher and kind of walked out like him and then just started singing like Suggs instead. Uh, all kinds of. They, they just mess around basically. They're great fun. Yeah. Um, and this cover. I think just sums up madness more than anything else. It's this brilliant, uh, like black and white photograph, pure white background, and you've just got six blokes doing a stupid walk. The walk. The walk. The madness walk uh, across it. And I just think it's the absolute antithesis of the band. They're distilled into that album cover. Um, no instruments, no real clues as to what kind of music it is. Even their clothes they're mainly in kind of suits um one pair of sunglasses there but generally there's not really that many clues there as to what kind of music this is going to be but i look at that and i know probably because i know who madness are but also i look at it and i think i know exactly what i'm gonna get which is why i think it's genius you're gonna get a good time yeah and also i don't know a t-shirt once and it look really cool i think that's a big part of album covers if they're gonna look cool on a t-shirt then um they're they're all right in my book. Yeah, yeah, 
I'm good with this pick. Good. I'm very happy. Cool. Well, I guess that kind of brings to a close this week's episode. Lovely. Um, welcome to a new world of tracks with our faces staring at you for a hour and a bit every week a whole new world a different (laughs) cover on the front perfect um i think on that note we really really should go uh i have been tim and i have been harry you have been listening to tracks and taking us out is madness with nightboat to cairo here it is (laughs) 